Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Patton Heels for Imar Insurance. Get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. We're back. We've found him, Heels. Certainly have. Good morning, Cam. <laughs> Good morning, fellas. How are you going? I was going I, I to say you're on the school run, but the school's on holidays, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, the kids are on holidays. There's, um, yeah, everyone's on holidays down here on the Gold Coast and through Queensland. But um, now I, I received a, an email at the start of the year, <laughs> boys, um, from the big boss in Sydney saying that when you're on Patton Heels, you're on at 7.30 to 8. And then when Daylight Savings ends, which was last weekend, mm-hmm. I don't know if you fellas have checked your clocks, but um, <laughs> you'll, you'll be on from 8 to late 30. Now, I know I, I know Patton Heels, you you boys, are you are big wigs at SEN, yes. but the big boss, that come from the big boss, the email. So I'm just, I was just following orders. Jeez, you got good archives. That message, that message may, not, may not have been passed on. Uh, to you, to you fellas. So no, sorry well, for keeping you waiting. I've been I've I been apologize. away for a while. Now, well, I was away last week, obviously doing my little battles with COVID. So I haven't <laughs> I haven't had a chance to congratulate you on the the Queensland job, mate. I mean, and I know you, they would have spoken about it last week mm, on the yes. show, but uh, uh, I wanted to just add my congrats. And I mean, it's uh, it's the dream team and all that sort of thing. But obviously, you <laughs> you you wanted things your way. Uh, mm. Worried about COVID, etc. You just weren't prepared mm. to. Uh, to go into into bubbles or things like that anymore, and I yeah. can tell you, after virtually two weeks of it, I can understand why you wanted to do that. <laughs> hard life, hey, Patty. No, you you can see how it really wears on uh, yeah. on athletes, uh, especially you know twelve month of year ones. Mm. Yeah. yeah, well, uh, like thanks, Patty. First of all, but um, yeah, after living you know sort of through that twenty twenty season, and um, you know at the same time, I know I was very fortunate along with all the other. Um, uh, yeah, Australian sort of athletes playing in the elite competitions in our country that were able to go back to work and play. It was just, it, it wasn't for me. And, uh, you know, Bill, as the head coach, you know, he's the boss. He, he's been great. He just, he's been aware of my concerns all along. And not only that, it was just more around my commitments as well um, that are already existing. You know, yeah. my, my work through radio and obviously Channel 9 commentary, I can't just uh, just pack up and walk away from those jobs for, you know, seven weeks of the year. Yeah. Um, I've got a commitment to those organisations. So, you know, and he's very understanding. Um, he just said, mate, look, I'd love to have you in there when you can be. Um, you know, as far as your existing commitments, you know, he's got no dramas with me fulfilling those throughout the, the series. And um, But I'll be there as much as I can to try and assist him in any way I can and, and hopefully pass on some knowledge and some of my experience to the current uh, Queensland players to try and give them an opportunity to play well game night. Right. Well, I mean, we'll talk about Origin as as the show goes on, and I mean the, yep. the spine in particular are in wonderful form. But let's let's go to Bronx. 
Um, oh, yes. <laughs> now, you've been around the game a long time, and so have I as an observer and a, and a reporter. And a, These things happen. The problem is now, mate, you know, everyone in the world, as I keep saying, has got a phone. Yeah, that's right. And, um, you know, so if you, if you step one foot out of line anywhere in the public domain, it's, it's, you're a great chance of being captured on video or, or, or you know, photos or, or whatnot. So, you know, like we see these days where, where players, they go to have a, a quiet beer in a pub and someone takes a photo and sends it to a, a newspaper or something like that. So it, it, it's unfortunate. It's, it's extremely unfortunate for the Broncos given that they had had a pretty good start to the season. Um, you know, they were two from their first three. They were sitting in the top eight. The last couple of weeks have, haven't been great for them on the field. Um, as well as now this incident that they have to deal with. And on top of that, you know, one of the players involved, he's a guy that's going through some contract negotiations at the moment and, and the, the million-dollar tag is being thrown around for him. So um, there's a bit going on at the Broncos. I, I think f- for them, they just they need to move past this and really get back to trying to play some football that we've seen from them in the first fortnight. Yeah, do you see anything more in this than a dust-up with a birthday? Uh, oh, look, I- after two good wins, maybe they yeah. maybe they were too confident and they <laughs> lost their standards. Yeah, maybe I think I think um, well, Kevy um, made the comment, didn't he, after week three when they played the Cowboys and they said, "Well, we we just they give us a bit of dose of reality." Maybe they were a little bit complacent. Maybe they they got a little bit ahead of themselves because they'd won their first two matches, um, and as we've seen now, it's it's been two losses since. Um, so that may be the case. Not sure. It's hard to say because you know the three of us we we aren't involved in the Broncos camp and we're in the in the meetings and we're not there at training. So um, I'd like to think not, given where they finished last year um, and where they're coming from. You know, to win two two of your f- first two games and then think, well, look, we're we're well beaters. Mm. Um, we're the standard of the competition. I'd like to think that 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 the players aren't thinking that just yet because I think certainly over the last couple of weeks it's shown that they're not quite there. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it, that, that's a concerning thing for me, watching them play is that there's been glimpses of 2021 in their game again. Mm. Yeah, you're right. And that, that is the worry. And they come up against a, a rooster side that started slowly but just the other night, gave off that that old aura again, didn't they? They did, and I actually um, I was in Sydney for the the Roosters uh, Rabbitohs game, the, the much talked about you know, rematch of Latrell Mitchell and, and Joseph Manu, and and they were they were disappointing that night. But I spoke to the coach Trent Robinson before the match, and I just asked about how their their squad was at that moment, and because they had a good win the week before, right? Yeah, and he just he actually he spoke about how. It was quite a disrupted preseason for them, for you know several different reasons. Whether it was COVID disruptions where players weren't available, um, they had a few injuries. There was actually a couple of um, the players' partners uh, gave birth to, to children um, throughout some crucial parts of the the preseason where they went away as uh, as a group um, for like a, a training camp. Mm. So he said, like they had very little time together, particularly Luke Keary, who was coming back from a, a serious knee injury. He only had probably three weeks Righto. with with Sam Walker and the rest of the team. So I think this is a this is a a, a, a squad 
fellas that sort of traditionally they they don't really sort of jump out of the blocks really yep. quickly. Yeah. Um, if you look at their two premiership seasons, they um, they started quite slowly and they like to build into the into the season. So you know, coming off that really strong win last week. They've they've stayed in Queensland. They haven't travelled back to New South Wales. They haven't gone back to Sydney, and they're they're getting ready for this Broncos match, which will be a huge one. So we need to we need to see a big turnaround from the Broncos this week if there's any chance of beating the Roosters. Yeah, and defensively, uh, Sam Walker and Luke Keary, what are they like? Are they solid as, or is that an area you can target? Well, that, well, if you if you're playing, if you're preparing to play the Roosters, that's that's where I'm going. If you look across. If you look across their defensive line heels, you know, they got big, strong middles. Um, you know, they got big edges as well. So from the back row, centers and wingers, um, that's probably the softest part of their defensive line. Mm. Um, you know, not saying that those two players aren't, aren't courageous enough to get their bodies in front because they certainly do every time. But that's probably your easiest path through to the try line. So I'm guessing, you know, if, if the Broncos have done their homework, that's, that's where they need to be heading. Um, you know, they need to be sending traffic there. They need to be sending their big men there all night. Stags, what do you make? Do we need to give him a little more time? Well, you know, he, he was at one stage there, he was being spoken about yeah. as, you know, one of the best centers in the competition. But he's just, his form's been up and down, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. He started really well, um, you know, going back to those first two rounds, like he he was on fire. He was probably one of the form centers of the comp. Like you passed him the ball, defenders could hardly uh, get a hand on him. He was throwing people off left, right and center, defending strongly as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's almost like he's, yeah, it's just the, he's forgotten what he was doing in those first two weeks where, you know, he's putting down, um, putting the ball down when he's, when he's taking carries and getting beaten defensively. So Look, I, I think it's just he needs to continue working hard um, because he's he certainly has the quality, and, and the challenge for the challenge for a lot of players in this competition is trying to build consistency yep. and maintain consistency. Because if you don't, you get found out pretty quickly when you're playing at um, this standard NRL standard, and that's 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 as individuals, but as teams as well. Because yeah, we're just talking about the Broncos. How you know they come off a couple of losses, and you just think, oh, I think you know that's that's over. We'll just look to the next game. Well, you look to the next game, and you face the City Roosters. Yeah. So it's just and then you've got just, Penrith the week after. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. It's just relentless. It doesn't matter who you face up against, either either whether it's a, a an individual matchup against a, a an opposition player, or when you're looking at an opposition team. There's no weeks off in the NRL. Yeah. There's just none. You got to enjoy it. That's for sure. One of the one of the best in the comp, maybe the best at the moment. Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen. Uh, gee, I was worried for him. You, you know, <laughs> I think he it looked like he was copping another knock to the head, mm. but he seems okay. Yeah, no, he battled through, and um, oh, didn't he have a blinder on the weekend? Four was it? Four tries. Yep. Yeah, four tries. He he kicked a thousand goals, and um, it was something like a was it like twenty four or twenty six points individually. Um, that he that he got against the Bulldogs, forty four nil. That just that was a oh, that was a just a, a whitewash really of of the doggies. And I think they were a little bit embarrassed to be to be fair um, with the way they went down to Melbourne and, and turned up. It was almost like they were beaten before the ball was kicked off, really if up. I'm honest. Yeah. Um, so you know that's 
that's exactly what we're talking about. If you if you want to be involved in this competition, you need to be able to put together a performance as much stronger than that, more competitive than that. And again, the, like we were talking about the first couple of weeks and, and the thing I was really impressed by was the teams that hadn't performed strongly over the last couple of years. So like the Broncos, like the Bulldogs, um, who else? Oh, the Dragons. Titans, you, you Titans know, had t- potential. You know, they they all started the season quite well in the first couple of weeks and then I, I don't know whether it's whether it was that, that feeling of, oh, well, here we go. Like, yep, it's all come together for us. Well, it's not because you need to be on every week. Your attitude needs to be right every week and, and clearly the Bulldogs took a really poor attitude down to Melbourne because they're not – they're not that bad a team. Yeah. To be beaten 44 blot, they're not that bad. Mm. And Dra- Dragons and Knights would have been two of those teams too, started really well. Hey, one team yeah. that's one team that's hung in very well and quite often st- starts fast, Parramatta yeah. Eels. Yeah, they they're back this week. They <laughs> <laughs> got the Titans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they looked at well, just going off, you know, last week's performance, they they were very good. They were very good. Um, and some, it was very unlike Parramatta, given they'd just come off a win against Melbourne. Now, in the past, you see them put together a strong win, a real gritty win like they did against Melbourne, where they won in Golden Point, and then come out again and, and have a, a, a another strong game. But they did that. So I think Parramatta fans, they, they, they should be pretty happy with that. Now, the challenge for them is to be able to back that up again. Yep. But they've got the Titans. And uh, did you did you fellas see the Titans West Tigers game last week? Yes, <laughs> yeah, that was one of the worst games I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, it was, it was it was really hard to to watch. Um, it, it the eighty minutes felt like it took like four hours. But if if they play like that, if they play like that again, Titans, this will be an ugly score. Like they just could not hold on to the football. They just could not hold on to the football. And if they give the uh, the Eels. The amount of opportunity that they gave the West Tigers, well, this could be a blowout. Yep. A lot well, of penalties, a lot of drop ball. I fear there. the same mm. because they, the, something's got to turn around quickly at the Titans. I mean, we keep talking about the strength of their pack and, and you know, their yes. halves, etc. But, uh, boy, uh, there was a lot of that lacking the other night. We'll take a break. Uh, we've got lots more to talk about. Uh, we'll, we'll go into something brighter because with, with the Origin hat on now, the, mm. uh, the Maroons – spine is just in wonderful form and we'll talk about that after the break okay life's so full on i've been working on this deck for ages these steaks don't cook themselves you know life's good with a trex deck composite decking made from 95 percent recycled materials that won't rot stain or fade trex the world's number one decking brand